This episode is brought to you by Splash Refresher. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash, they spice it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. My flavor that I've been enjoying the most lately is the wild berry. Keep one on your desk. You'll be hydrated in no time. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches Media presents Ha ha, laugh, funny Mention it all, a Bravo by Betches podcast We don't say that, but now we said it With Dylan Hafer Who gonna check me, boo? And Barry Rosenfeld I need to start drinking alcohol Now go to sleep, we. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Mention It All podcast I'm Dylan Hafer And I'm Barry Rosenfeld And we had one hell of an effing night last night <laughs> What an effing night it was. Um, uh, Woke up this morning, saw it was snowing again, which I was not thrilled about. But luckily, we have a a lot to talk about. Honestly, I'm just thankful it's not like zero degrees here. I'm I'm sure a lot of you, wherever you're listening, are dealing with uh, really terrible uh, weather situations right now. So hopefully everyone is staying safe, staying warm. Um, Um, Yeah, the snow is coming down like cats and dogs by me right now like cats and dogs cats and Um, dogs (laughs) but yes we had i would say maybe like one of the biggest single bravo nights in recent memory that i can think of i because i mean just two two, i mean two big events to begin with but also they were both great episodes right like that's the kicker that they were that they were entertaining so i was saying last night that i couldn't obviously i saw the ep- I saw the reunion but like because there was so much after effect of the New Jersey episode I couldn't put all my energy mm-hmm. into the reunion my phone was blowing up people were like calling because you guys know we always joke about that these people are our friends and we know them and like it's our it's our problem to deal with I was on the phone with one of my girlfriends till 1 30 in the morning to discuss oh, no. I know I was really tired and hungover by the way because like you need wine for this type of uh tv night but we need to get into it. We're talking about New Jersey, if you haven't known, and Real Housewives of Salt Lake City reunion. Yeah, part quick, two. quick, just ha- housekeeping note: because of the nature of these episodes, we're going to talk about Real Housewives of Dallas tomorrow, along with Summer House, just so so things stay a little more balanced. You know, it's, Wait, it's a busy time. If you part two was last night, Salt Lake City part two or three? I literally two. don't remember. Oh. Girl, it's not over yet. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, we haven't even Wait. talked about the Vegas trip. We haven't even talked about the finale oh. party. Like there is more to cover, <sighs> mama. But right. first, let's get into Jersey. We of course oh. have the season premiere and right away Bravo released this clip early, so a lot of you probably had seen it. But starting off, we get a little like teaser of Teresa and Jackie at Margaret's house and you know, Jackie says, I'm I'm a fucking lawyer. I'm not stupid. Teresa's saying, stand up for yourself. Where there's smoke, there's fire. We, we're we getting kind of this, like, inkling that obviously there's going to be a big fight. And Teresa storms out. And we get the bleep, 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 bleep. Um, and then we Enter get a little rewind. the C word. The, <laughs> the crazy thing is, usually I feel like when a housewife season starts off with a moment like this, they rewind like 12 weeks and they're like, this is what happened six months before. Yeah, they're like three days earlier. This one, they're like, okay, so like a couple days ago. And I'm like, oh, fuck. It, We're it was, right it in was, it. yeah, it was. So 
we are at Evan's birthday party, like in a rainy parking lot. It looked miserable. I would never want to be there. I'm sorry. That looked, that shit looked humid. It looked, it looked the hair. You saw everyone's hair getting bigger. I mean, this is kind of what, this is kind of what that area like in Jersey is like, where it's like, there's a lot of trees, like (laughs) places have parking lots when they, when you have like the suburbs. Yeah. But like when you have outdoor dining, it's not like everywhere has like a big open patio. Like they're, First of all, I mean, we just got to get it out of the way. I don't know if um, if they had like a hex that COVID couldn't come around them, but this shit is not in any kind of bubble. No, <laughs> right I think away. that they, because of filming, they got tested. They even mentioned they got tested. I don't know. Well, of, we'll of never course they know. got tested, but I just, more than the other cities we've Correct. seen, there are plenty of people at this party. Yeah. Antonia's got friends over later in the episode, like... Uh, I don't know if how careful Jersey was, but I, yeah. for for our purposes, I'm going to accept and enjoy it. It just was a little bit like, okay. Yeah. So we're at this party and the drinks are flowing. Like you can tell, you can yeah. tell that Teresa is not 100% sober. Oh, please. And she starts like mumbling something to Melissa and you know, the first thing I thought was that it was strange that she couldn't get her thought out. We have so much to talk about with this. It's insane. She started telling Melissa that Evan, did you hear Evan does stuff at the gym? Does stuff. That's all. Does does stuff at doesn't the gym. Doesn't he like, doesn't he like do stuff? And and she kept saying it and no one knew what she was talking about because like she wasn't actually saying what she heard because did she make it up? We don't know. So as the night goes on, she is going from table to table, to housewife to housewife and saying the same shit and getting mm-hmm. drunker as the night goes on. So I was like, oh, my God, this is yeah, wild. You, so, right. So she never she never speaks about it to Jackie at the Correct. party. But you can see it starts with Melissa and then she's talking to Jen and then Margaret gets a hint of it. And Margaret and Melissa are kind of like, what are you doing? Like, we, we shouldn't be doing this right now. Dolores is like, Teresa, we I don't know. Evans birthday party and let's just say okay i know i just said that there were plenty of people at this party but there were not that many people at this party it was not some room with 400 people where you could have your conversation and it's like nobody's paying attention like she was being pretty out in the open about it i feel like at some point at some point real houses of new jersey energy switched from red wine to tequila and yeah. it's just messy. Like the early seasons, I feel like they were sitting around a dinner table with their bottle, their glass of like Cabernet and like getting a little wine drunk. And now it's like, oh, she's fucked up on tequila. Yeah. And this is not going to end well. I didn't want to use this word, but then I heard Andy say it on Watch Happens Live last night. So I don't mind saying it either that I thought this was a retaliation from I don't really like that word from Teresa because of what Jackie did last year, but Jackie had receipts. The issue with this whole rumor is that there mm-hmm. were no receipts. Teresa heard something allegedly and spread it. She did not see anything. She doesn't, she doesn't have any proof, nothing. And last year, if you remember, right. ter- Jackie was saw pictures of Teresa with a guy. It's so like, it it's like a level even above receipts. Convenient. It's not even like, like, yes, yeah, she doesn't have a picture. She doesn't have a text message, but she does. She won't even say any details. Like nope. she won't even say it happened at this gym or it was with this woman. She won't say who told her. She's like adamant that she can't say it. it's unclear 
whether she doesn't remember or whether she doesn't want to say or, do- told or her there was no one because in in the preview for episode two um that was uh, there's a video online where they're on the bus to lake george i, I just want to give context not to like spoil anything but Teresa says that she didn't say who it was because she doesn't want to throw anyone under the bus. And That's it's like, usually what happens. You never want to well, say but, who said it. But in in this episode, she says she doesn't remember who told her. So it's like because well, she's you gotta, not. She's covering up. She doesn't right. Know. So it's it's just very clear right off the bat. We're like ten minutes into the season, and Teresa has already shit the bed. Of and, course, Teresa knows who told her. Like, of course, yeah, she does. I I just feel like. Whether or not you like Jackie, think Jackie's a great housewife, you know, wherever you fall on the Jackie scale, that was some fucked up shit that Teresa was doing at that birthday party. It was, guys, I, I've talked about Teresa every, like every day of my life. I'm obviously like, I love <laughs> Teresa as a housewife. There is not even, we'll get to Margaret, sit down. There's not even a question in this episode that Teresa was in the wrong, that after the sit down, people people were DMing me like F Jackie. And I had to explain to them what Jackie was doing. I was like, weren't you guys watching the episode like yeah. Jackie? Anyway, well, we. Yeah, let's. OK, put a pin in it. <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> so this episode was interesting because we kind of got this like big, uh, you know, cut party where this drama was going down first. And then we kind of ease back and are getting yeah. our little our little catch up scenes with everyone. Uh Dolores has had some work done. She got a little butt lift, maybe a little tummy tuck. She looks phenomenal. Yeah, um, she does. But David, Dr. David, is not super thrilled with her getting her work done. Um, their well, because relationship... Dolores decided not to tell him until the day yeah. before she was leaving to go. <laughs> she knew he, yeah. Their relationship is in a very odd place to me. Aside from the obvious thing that she still lives with her ex-husband, and he lives in the house that she designed for him. I think that's kind of like the first level of weirdness and we're I'm past that, but it feels like before Dolores was like, why am I not engaged yet? I want the commitment. And now she really doesn't seem like she wants that anymore. And enter Frankie Jr. Who is now living with David, who's not even his stepfather. Um, It's just like a place for him to stay. But I think after all of this is that there are, David is now a friend of the family. That's what I think. I don't think to me yeah. they're like dating. Like David is their friend. It's like Uncle David now. It's not like I see yeah, a relationship. I, mean, I literally think they're friends. And he like, it almost feels like he now is in a position where he wants Dolores to be kind of more the like traditional partner where it's like, oh, like you tell me about what you're doing. And like, I give my input on your decisions and you like I'm in this house and like, why aren't you here? And Dolores, I don't think is in a position at all where she wants to be kind of like a kept woman. And I feel like this relationship, it doesn't feel like it has legs to go anywhere from here. So I'm curious to see kind of if Dolores does anything about that. I don't know. We'll see. I, I like Dolores. I hope she kind of gets into it a little more this season, but I do. I always enjoy her presence. Yeah. She's, I love going back to old seasons of Jersey because Dolores was always randomly at an event or at Jacqueline's house or she She was, she's been in episodes. Like she was, she was originally supposed to be in season one. Like she was on the, like potentially on the list. That was an iconic cast. 
I feel like we've all had that moment where you're at somebody's wedding and you're looking around the food, the venue, the music, the overall vibe. And you're making like that mental checklist of if I were planning a wedding right now, maybe you are, maybe you aren't. What would I want to copy from this? What would I want to change? What would I want to tweak? Well, I've been a part of my fair share of weddings over the years, and I know just how stressful the process can be. You go from that newly engaged bliss to overwhelmed by invitation paper and flower colors in the blink of an eye. But using Zola helps with wedding planning from start to finish and makes every decision easier so you can stay in your bliss. With Zola, you can plan your entire wedding in one convenient place. From the day you get engaged and search for the venue to the day you send out your save the dates, make your registry, and even taste your cake, Zola has literally everything you need to make the whole process super easy and even maybe enjoyable. There's even a five-star app that helps you plan on the go or on your couch. Zola helps couples plan the wedding they really want with tons of unique features and personalized recommendations based on a couple's preferences, every Zola wedding is as unique as the couple planning it. They've thought of everything you'll need and have built every tool to get you to I do, including customized checklists to get you moving, keep you on track, and prepare you for what's next. Start planning at Zola.com. That's Z-O-L-A dot com. Okay, I also want to talk about uh, Jennifer's family dinner that we see. She has had some shifting family dynamics as well. Mm -hmm. Um, So her brother got married and moved to Turkey to be with his wife. So we saw that a little bit in the past. And basically, once her brother left, he was the one kind of keeping her parents on good terms with each other. And so Jennifer says that in the past year, her mom and her dad started fighting a lot and that she made the executive decision to have her dad move in with her. So now things are a little rocky between her and Mm -hmm. her mom. Right. Which is sad. I mean, this is a really tough thing. I personally can't really relate to this position of having these close relationships with your extended family. I'm not at a point where I would like have my parents you know, move in with me, but it's, it's, I think it's probably a very big cultural thing for her that, you know, you're expected to take care of your parents and, you know, she probably feels kind of uneasy about things with her mom and it, it's tough. It's definitely tough. It, it was also awkward because her, her other brother and her sister came over for dinner and her father, obviously (laughs) he loves them. So it's like, those are the times where they like want their mom to be there. And it's like, unfortunate that she is, not and that she's yeah. sending food over instead of like but it's something we won't we just won't understand because like sh- they, she is um from a different culture like she is older i'm talking about her mom obviously and just has different points of view on life and so it's yeah it's not something i would make the executive decision for one of my parents to live with me though or both <laughs> i don't know <laughs> I how that, that we, would go over though i love that we get um an immediate scene of hungover Dr. Bill with his shirt unbuttoned. Like he, I feel like they're in a good spot. I, I have always enjoyed Jennifer on the show. She maybe like last season's I mean. reunion was a little tough, um, but she, I think she got off to a good start. Interestingly, I had this thought last night while I was watching. She is really the least involved in this first big drama with Teresa and Jackie out of the whole cast, which Based on the last couple seasons of Jersey, it feels weird that Jennifer is not kind of at the center of a conflict. Yes, so. but I have a lot of faith that that will change like down the road because <laughs> she's not yeah, staying I, out of anything. It'll be really interesting to see um, how she reacts to what happens later in the episode because we obviously end on a big cliffhanger. Right. Uh, so the 
the next day, I I love this after a, a, the party. I know where they see everyone's hungover. I'm like, really, guys, like have a drink for some of us. Um, Jackie calls Teresa and says that obviously Jackie got wind of what's happening, because like yeah. you said, Dylan, there weren't that many people there. And one of her friends heard Teresa. Do I think Teresa was actually trying for no one to hear her? Not at all. I think she no. really didn't care who heard she, her. I don't know. I don't know in the order that they filmed. I don't know if that was like if they knew it was going to be the premiere, but they knew the cameras were there. Teresa knew she was saying that shit on camera. Um, Somebody pointed out on Twitter that it almost seemed like they could see that Teresa wanted to get that storyline going like in the group chat before they started filming and nobody else was on board. So she was like, fuck it. I'm just going to do it myself. (laughs) That's actually funny. Because you Uh know that sometimes these housewives kind of talk before filming and you know, have their ideas about what's going to be the storyline. It really did feel like Teresa, you know, had this mindset that it's like, yeah, I'm going to start shit with Jackie. Totally. I just c- was laughing at the entire episode. was like about Evan. I was like, okay, Evan, come on. So they, so Jackie said, we need to talk. Like, let's talk at Margaret's mm-hmm. house. So she, of course, Teresa was like, why Margaret? But it's because <laughs> it was like, not, it was a, commonplace like it's fine so they go there they have jackie's just like upset like she's very upset it's a terrible rumor to spread like it's it's awful and especially with no receipts like oh my god i imagine it seems like it's the case jackie was like 100 blindsided by this because we have no reason to believe it's true Mm -hmm. so it's like, yeah, like if there's a rumor that is literally a lie that your husband cheated on you, of course you're going to be blindsided by it because why would you just expect a fake rumor? Right. And Teresa doesn't seem to get that because she shows up to Margaret's house and she's like, oh, like it, why, it doesn't need to be stressful. And it's like, you don't get to decide if it's stressful. You're well, trying to. She also went Jackie's in marriage. She she's let's be real. Teresa has never liked Jackie. Like it's not no. a it's not like a secret. She went in with a bad attitude because Jackie said, "Can I just talk?" And Teresa goes, "Yes, yes." Yeah, like yeah, being yeah, like obnoxious. And I was like, "Come on, Teresa!" Like hear her out. Like hear what she has to say. And everything Jackie was saying was valid. She said, "If you can't tell me, just." dead this like dead this rumor right. like you're you're putting my husband's name and everything he built and my family through mud and you know what there were so many things that popped out to me like she margaret now entered the room and Teresa kept saying if your husband cheated if your husband cheated wouldn't you want me to tell you and i was like er, Teresa, you didn't tell jackie you yeah. didn't tell her right you told that, everyone so, else right it's like there are there are layers here in which Teresa was wrong. Obviously, the first layer, do, don't do it at the birthday party and talk right. about it behind your back. Terrible move. And then on top of that, when she's like, wouldn't you want to know? Cut the, or as Lisa Barlow would say, roll footage back to when Kim D was trying to spread shit. And she was like, if you don't have receipts, if you don't know, if you didn't have a picture, shut the fuck up. And Teresa, I think, fundamentally isn't getting what Jackie is saying, where Jackie's concern isn't, I need to know where you heard this rumor because I'm worried that it might be true and I want the full details. Jackie's concern is I don't want this noise surrounding me and my family. So I need you to just say, yeah, okay, this is a a dumb rumor and it's over and I shouldn't have said it. Like Teresa, because at one point Teresa is like, yeah, I'm sorry I said it. And And Jackie's like, I don't care about an apology. Like I want, I want it like on the record 
that it's not real. She also kept saying, I didn't spread the rumor. No, oh no, my God. you spread it like wildfire. Actually, you told everyone that was in attendance at the party and 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 she was asking if everyone heard the rumor. You know what I mean? But yeah. she knew it it's was like, very calculated what she did. Ter- Teresa has a very I mean, we know she has a way with words. Um, she clearly thinks she she's saying she didn't invent the rumor which might be true but yes you spread the rumor nobody at the party knew about the rumor before you told them and the other thing and and you could tell every single person she told you saw their faces they were like what the fuck they were like nobody was surprised nobody was like oh okay yeah i could see it yeah and and you know what the main thing too about Teresa is she can dish it but she can't take it you can say anything about anyone but then someone says something to you and you burst out of the room enter jackie jackie said they're they're getting heated and jackie comes in and says oh my god i'm like shaking thing about it she goes if geo is doing coke in the bathroom would would you want me i don't know if it's true but i heard it and i was i really was like i i gasped for air like i literally yeah. and i was like oh my god because i I wasn't expecting that line. I really wasn't. Right. And you can see Teresa saw red, but yeah. Okay. It, it, it yeah, we got to talk about <laughs> so this that. is, I mean, I think the fundamental question here is obviously, I think we are both on the same page about the fact that Jackie was using that as an analogy. That's Correct. what she said. I believe that I, the first time I watched it, I was a little bit like, wait, what, what about Gia? And then when I kind of went back, I was like, okay, yes. Like I see what she was doing. She was setting it up, but also I am 0% surprised that Teresa didn't get that. I mean, read the room, Jackie, look who you're saying an analogy to, but in Teresa's defense though, like you don't bring like you just don't like it wasn't a good analogy. You just don't bring up kids like to think, did Teresa deserve that kind of. Yeah, <laughs> she did a terrible I, yes. thing. I think that's the thing. Was it was it like kind of Jackie to say that? No, but right. But in the situation, I do think y- you could argue that it was justified. I, I again, it's the kind of thing where I knew before this aired like. It was going to, it's going to be polarizing. It is polarizing. You know, the Teresa stands on Instagram or whatever are going to be like, Jackie's despicable. How could she do that to sweet baby Gia? And it's like, first of all, Gia's an adult. I understand she is Teresa's, Teresa's child, but like, it's, we're not talking about a high schooler. Right. But I, yeah, I think Jackie in that moment was so hurt by what Teresa had done that she was looking for what's the equal and opposite way that I can present to Teresa what it felt like. And I think, I think she could have done a better job of kind of setting it up as an analogy rather than just kind of saying it because for Teresa, I think she needs the explainer. Um, But I will say, I saw a couple people being like, if she said you're cheat, if she said he's cheating, the opposite isn't to bring up her kid. Like why not bring up her husband? I'm like, Teresa doesn't have a husband. Like Teresa's marriage is over. Like saying, oh, Joe cheated on you wouldn't carry the same weight with Teresa. Like there's no kind of, I do think she found sort of the equivalent thing in my mind. Obviously it is apples and oranges, but like, I don't know. She, she was looking for an example and clearly it worked. Yeah. It, 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 Teresa's also like, I don't want to like walk on eggshells, like with her, like you can't like, oh, it's Teresa, don't you know how she'll react? Because, like, Mm -hmm. that is true. But at the same time, you're an adult, too, and you should be able to have an adult conversation. So I think 
I don't know why Jackie thought she wouldn't react like that. Maybe she had like hopes, but it yeah. it was uh, it was ugly. And then Margaret came in and she's like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, what's happening? What's happening? Because she like missed the whole thing. But I don't know if they'll ever be back to. No, I mean, anything because like Teresa and Jackie have never been on great terms. They've right. you know, they've <laughs> tolerated each other, but. I mean, what a way to start a season. Great season premiere. I am super curious to see what happens. I mean, they're going on a trip next week. So it's going to be a lot. I know. Um, I love how also randomly Marge Sr. was like, be careful. Because like a lot of the boats, they're like capsized. And I was like, that's really nice, Marge Marge, Sr. Love Marge Sr. Summer is fast approaching, which means more social events, more weddings to attend, more nights on the town, and hopefully more vacations. That's why I'm so thankful for today's sponsor, Honey Love, for covering us with the best shapewear. With Honey Love, you can feel your best even when you're wearing less. They've revolutionized compression technology so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating while wearing effective shapewear. Plus, they're the only shapewear that won't ever roll down no matter how much you groove on the dance floor. For a limited time only, you can get Honey Love on sale. Get 20% off your entire order with our exclusive link, honeylove.com slash MIA. Support our show and check them out at honeylove.com slash MIA. When talking about shapewear, Honey Love's best-selling superpower short is the go-to. It has targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas where you need less compression. Their signature X targets and sculpts your midsection without squeezing your natural curves. The superpower short is helping ladies everywhere sculpt and smooth from stomach to thigh by offering just the perfect amount of compression. This piece is also a booty lifter. Boost bands on the back of the thigh give your bottom an amazing shape. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com slash MIA. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash MIA. After you purchase, they'll ask where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started, honeys. Shape your life with Honey Love. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? Well, with 24-7 US-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Okay, getting into Salt Lake City, we have another packed reunion episode. We get a lot of Mary talking. (laughs) So we're See, going over her uh, you odor guys, glands. Yeah, you guys kept her... saying that this episode was like crazy and a lot to unpack. And like, I felt the complete opposite. I, I truly did. I didn't think this was like, I I think it was a great episode, but I don't think there was that much talk about. Like it was about Mary the entire time. I guess, I guess maybe there's a difference between, I think a lot happened. Maybe there's not a lot we need to discuss, but Because it felt like there were a lot of kind of different topics that they were moving from because just in the first like 15 minutes, Mary's talking about, they go through like the hospital smell thing again. I was like, no. And then they're into the comments that Mary made about um, black men standing outside of 7-Eleven, which I think I'm kind of glad that we put that to bed because I think those comments were super cringe, but I... I'm glad that we put into context kind of how Mary actually feels and that that's one thing where I think she and Jen were kind of able to, you know, settle some of their issues. Yeah. Um, 
And I then like, Mary's I also, talking about her marriage. It was, I mean, oh it was a lot of Mary. Yeah. It, thank God. I did like though, at one point where Mary said what she said, um, and then actually cut off Andy and, and was like, Andy, can I actually explain myself a little bit? Cause I feel like what I said, like came across like a little, not right. I, I appreciated that. Cause sometimes you do feel you're like, wait, let me, I know that didn't sound right. Like, let me explain like more of what I, I meant. I always appreciate when people on these shows as, and reunions are the perfect time to do this. When you can put aside like if you have a larger issue with someone when you can pick out one thing and say, okay, in this instant, like in that specific situation, like that was really uncool what I said to you. And like, we may not be on great terms overall, but like, I'm sorry because that comment was out of line. I think that's important to be able to do in these situations because (laughs) that's how you keep the kind of group dynamic going. Well, Um, yeah. Speaking of that though, I don't remember the exact what it was, uh, but Jen, exactly what you just said. Andy was like, well, Mary, do you accept Jen's apology? And Mary goes, I didn't hear an apology. Like Ma- Jen yes. just went off about something. And Mary was like, she didn't actually apologize. And then Jen, of course, Mary, I'm sorry that I hurt you. It right. Was- when she, There's a big difference between saying, yeah, maybe I shouldn't have said that. And actually apologizing. apologizing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> when are we not talking about um, apologies? H- how to apologize properly? Um, we- it's not going to happen. <laughs> It was about the grandpa fucker comment. I just found it in my notes. She, uh, Andy's like, do you think you shouldn't have said that? And she's like, yeah, maybe I shouldn't have said that. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Mary's, like, Mary's like, I'm thinking of when Melissa Gorka's like, apologize to me. Apologize. But okay, well, speaking of grandpa effort, I don't even like to use that term. It's like really not nice, but like. The grandpa M effort. Yeah. they. We have to talk about Mary's marriage because we found out some information that is- I think I think we've been um, I don't know if we've been Bamboozled. deliberately misled or <laughs> if we just weren't given the full scope of the information. But I it seems like all of us were kind of under the impression that it was more or less directly stated by Mary's grandmother that Robert Sr. was to marry Mary. <laughs> yes. And we we get the <laughs> we get the information that it was a little more abstract than that that basically Rosemary before she died was just like, Oh yeah. Like I want you to like one of my girls will take care of you. And there was no kind of will or like written statement or even maybe directly spoken statement, but that they prayed about it for a couple years and then just decided like, yeah, let's do this. <laughs> well, yeah, I was like, but didn't she say earlier that, there was a will. I guess now I, she's just being open and honest about it and being like, well, listen, it there certainly wasn't. seemed like Whitney and the other people on the reunion thought so too. Like this was new information to everyone, I and, would say. And she was like, all of my Chanel's, he bought them for me. That was the, this was the weirdest moment because it's like, honestly, I mean, the grandpa, step grandpa thing, like, yes, it's, it's a lot to wrap your mind around, but like, there's nothing technically like wrong with it whatever i'm kind of over it like i feel like we've unpacked it but when andy's talking about whether she's happy in her marriage and her response is like every chanel he bought me every (laughs) chanel like that's not a great sign to me that you're happy in your marriage like i mean i love i love gifts as well like gifts are a love language like great um if that's kind of like the first thing that comes to mind about what you like about your relationship, that's a little bit of a red flag to me. Um, 
Also, I thought it was like a little invasive talking about whether they are intimate with each other. Yeah, and it's sleep really in the same inappropriate like, to ask that. Like, it's really like he didn't ask anybody else. He didn't right, ask Meredith like, if him and her and Seth <laughs> sleep together. Like, that's weird. Really weird, bizarre thing to ask. Yeah, that was a little bit icky to me. Just because it's like there are so many things we can grill her about. And it's like, we don't, I don't need to know if she's having sex with Robert Sr. Um, <laughs> well, they showed more footage of her. It's so funny. I always say, like, I love seeing her, like, FaceTiming everyone from her closet. Like, as if that's the only room in her house. Mm-hmm. And we get down to the bottom of the fact that she didn't say that the girls are scared of Jen. She thought they were. And I was like, honestly, Mary, I like how you handled that. I appreciate it. That. She goes, no, no, no. I, th- I thought they were. <laughs> we were like, we okay. Had- if poor Whitney had only had this context seven <laughs> episodes ago, oh my God, the hip hop party could have been an actual success. It, it I is think funny. it was a success. <laughs> Ratings wise, I'm sure. <laughs> it is funny, like that one kind of little tidbit of information that Mary left out really kind of hinged the whole second season that it was like, oh, oh God, like, Cause Whitney, you could tell in that moment, Whitney was like, wait, what the fuck? You told me that they said it. Like <laughs> I, yeah. That it one is thing caused the entire. Yeah. Because then that's why, season. that's why Lisa was mad at Whitney. That like Lisa and Meredith were like, I, nobody speaks for me ever. And like. Honestly, you kind of like to see when this stuff happens because you see their true colors. Like regardless, Whitney and Heather, like don't want to be friends with Lisa because if that's her behavior and that's how she is like. Good riddance. Yeah, I think that's a good that's a good uh, segue because definitely we need to talk about Whitney and Heather versus Lisa, which is kind of aside from Mary, the other like big dynamic yeah. on this part of the reunion. So I mean, they just are they're not friends at this point. They are clearly not on the same page about almost anything. Um, I absolutely loved when Lisa was like, "Okay, weather," and they're like, "Wait, what?" Whitney and Heather, bad weather, tornado, spin the truth, destroy. That was that was a moment where it was like it it like pulled me out of whatever like like re- like I felt like I left my soul left my body at that point because it was like, oh, Lisa is like she had the script memorized. Yeah, she did. And like she was waiting for the perfect time to like drop that. And I loved Heather's response because she named who did she name she, Janessa or Janissa. something? Janessa. Janessa. And she goes, Heather's Heather's one liner comebacks are so good. She's like, oh, that's better than Janessa. Maybe that one will stick. <laughs> <laughs> Janessa. Also, Heather at one point deems Meredith and Lisa the glam kittens, which I thought was really funny <laughs> when she said that Jen was trying to like trade up her friendship to be friends with the glam kittens. Um, in, in this episode, particularly, I felt like Heather got a lot of heat, like from the I other think, women and Heather carried it. She was like, yeah, handled it like a boss. I do think I love Heather. I think this was kind of the first time that we saw her give it back in a way that it's like we've seen her kind of be almost like these other women are coming for her and she's like the sweet, innocent one. Like, I think she can fall into that sometimes. And this episode, we saw her kind of like pushing back on Lisa and pushing back Mm -hmm. on Jen that it's like, she's, she can be a little shady. She can be, you know, she, she doesn't always have to be nice. And I mean, housewives don't always have to be nice. And I think it's good that Heather is kind of like, 
letting that side of her show because it's like yeah lisa's being like really mean to you like like stick up for yourself and not just in a way that everybody's gonna be like yes queen she's so sweet yeah well that's the thing she she wasn't being mean she was being real and like there's a difference between that like lisa to get her point across lisa's one of those people you don't have to scream and point to get your point across to somebody it actually comes across a lot easier when you just sit and have a conversation so Mm -hmm. by you it's such a more of a bad look first of all put your spray hand tan spray tan hands down at your side thank you so much and stop pointing at people and getting in people's faces like sorry you already know how i feel about maybe i keep saying maybe she'll change next season but like she just in these reunions give me a bad fucking taste in my mouth I I'm in, I still enjoy Lisa. Like I think she is bringing a lot to the show. But the moment when she she said that Heather needed to decide if she's mouthy or mousy, it's like she's like oh, I'm mouthy. We have she's we like, enough. She's like I'm mouthy. I'm not a ma- like I'm not a mouse. Like you have to decide. You can't play both sides. And it's no. like that's actually not how life works. Like people can be like nuanced <laughs> individuals. But okay, yeah. Um, it, 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 oh God, I don't. So I, then the episode ends for the last like ten minutes. Andy says they're going on a break. Um, some of the women leave the stage and Heather and Lisa kind of just start, you know, going back and forth from their chairs. And I mean, they're really just rehashing kind of in circles, like what they've already been talking about. Heather basically says she doesn't want to move forward with Lisa. Like, honestly, I think that makes sense at this point. Like, why would you want to be friends? Um, One thing that I thought was interesting is that Lisa is kind of like, she's talking about her issues with Heather. And then she says to Whitney, like, that's why we can't move forward. And Whitney's like, Hey, like what I'm my own person. Like Heather, Heather's not my keeper. She doesn't decide who I can be friends with. Yeah. I liked that moment from Whitney. This, I mean, this, the end of the episode was very different. It was very weird. Oh, sorry. We forgot to mention someone who was at the reunion, but we forgot because she didn't open her mouth the entire time. And that goes to mm. Meredith. Sorry. Um. Anyway, yeah, that don't come for me. Don't come for my queen. Not um, coming for her. But that episode that <laughs> yes, last you are. Well, <laughs> yes, you I'm, are. No, I'm not coming for her. I'm stating the very truthful fact about that. But the last few minutes were be- very bizarre because Mary and Jen were both not there. Andy was on her phone like it kind of was like behind the scenes footage almost, which is I kind of liked that how it was because they weren't like sitting down reading off cards. But it was like it seemed like a mess to me. Like it was like what's happening here? This is like an intermission. To me, it was messy in a way that actually was really helpful for us to see. Like, I think it actually helped move the story forward because it wasn't part of a segment. It wasn't sort of like, okay, we're going to talk about this now. Like these women Heather and Lisa particularly like there's a lot of shit between them like clear it's more than just like oh you said this comment on the show that I didn't like or whatever like they have this deep relationship I think Lisa is resentful of Heather kind of absolutely having all this success on the show and Heather is at the point where she is not above kind of throwing that in Lisa's face a little bit which you know if you push my buttons enough, you'll get me to crack. I think Heather is kind of like, finally, I told, I said she was like pushing back. 
I also thought it was just hilarious when Lisa kind of tries to go to Meredith and be like, see, like she's, isn't she like blah, 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 blah. And Meredith's like, to be honest, I was not really paying attention. It's literally that was my point. Exactly. Of so what I was funny. just saying. Yes, it was funny, but at the same time, she didn't say anything during the reunion. And then the one time she did, like she wasn't actually paying attention to what was happening. Like she just is, I've said it before. Like she just doesn't want to be there, which is like fine. But I've someone even text. We've talked about this before. Sarah actually wrote an article about this cast. And then it, so one of my friends said it to me last night after watching this, like they're just not friends. Like, and it's coming off. Like it's a great show, but it's like, we need something. We need either another person. We need something like there. It's, it's very, it, I feel like right now where we are next season's just going to be the exact same thing because they're not friend. Like they're not, there's no like, unless they don't solve anything over the course where they're not filming or when they didn't, like, I don't know what's going to happen. I can't be the only one that feels that way because that's my truth. Yeah. It's interesting because they filmed the reunion a a little over a month ago. And um, I believe they're already filming season two have started. They left no time. So, yeah. So I would imagine that things from the reunion will still be pretty fresh when they Mm -hmm. start the next season. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I mean, personally, like I think, there are still a lot of interesting relationships. I would love to see more of kind of where Meredith is at with Whitney and Heather, because I don't think that, I don't think that she and Lisa are super on the same page about that. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. I, I I still would love to see if Lisa and Heather kind of can work forward, move forward at all. I imagine that will be kind of like a theme of the second season. Like if they're going to have a rivalry or if they're going to come back together And to be honest, I'm super curious kind of where everyone is with Jen because I feel like Jen was such a polarizing presence during the season, but in the reunion has taken a little more of a backseat. Watch Jen comes back as like this, this like glowing queen. I feel like a lot of people's issues with Jen, if she kind of is coming at it with a different energy, she could be in a much better place in terms of her relationships. We'll see. I mean, we still have another part of the reunion, so don't want to get ahead of ourselves. That's surprising. That's exciting because I was like, wait a second. But you're right. Like, they get <laughs> everything. It's over. Yeah, I was like, that's um, the end. No, 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 no. Babe, we got to see if Lisa comes back to her chair. We don't know if she's going to come back. Um, <laughs> Notch Mary left. Mary's like, wait, I thought it was over. And she, like, got in an Uber Mary's and left. like, I left for lunch. I'm not coming back. <laughs> Uh, guys, thank you so much for listening. This was, wow, what an episode. We will be back again tomorrow, like I said, with Dallas and Summerhouse. In the meantime, don't forget to rate, review, subscribe to this podcast. Follow us on Instagram at Bravo by Betches and just be cool. Don't be all like uncool. Thank you to our sponsor, Splash Refresher. Meet the water beverage that loves self-care as much as you do. Just because you have to hydrate doesn't mean it has to be tasteless. Splash Refresher makes hydration deliciously easy. Splash perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. I am going to go grab myself a wild berry splash now that I am done recording, and you should too. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches.